James, also the host of the Reception Perception, like we just said with Matt Harmon, covering all things NFL. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Also a Biggie fan, it appears. Yeah. Hey, Biggie or Tupac? It appears a Biggie fan. Are you an East Coast guy uh, or actually, West Coast even guy? Though I'm an, well, that's the thing. Even though I'm an L.A. guy, man, I'm, I'm still a, a slightly partial to Biggie. I hope I don't lose my L.A. credentials. He was the better lyricist. He was... Uh, I don't he was a better lyricist. We Tupac don't need was a to great say st- that. Storyteller. Well, watch Biggie's battle raps, like the real yeah. ones. Go to YouTube. Oh man, yeah, I mean, Biggie's cadence was, I would say, more unique uh, and like almost impossible to replicate. Whereas Tupac had a more traditional cadence and rhyme scheme. Hey, we could but all agree though. We, both they're both goaded. Both were great. J- James, what was uh, the biggest surprise for you from divisional round weekend? What was the one thing that really surprised you, if anything at all? Uh, it w- it has to be the fact that Buffalo absolutely just I don't know, man. I don't know what they were doing. It's it was a pathetic performance. Um, Josh Allen looked awful. The entire offense looked like they were terrible. And Sean McDermott. I don't know. Listen, people aren't talking about this enough. He came in absolutely unprepared, and his halftime adjustments were nil, zero, zilch. Um, and I think that's a big reason. They came in with an awful game plan, guys. Halftime, they made no adjustments. That, to me, makes no sense whatsoever. So, I, I don't know. I think that was probably uh, my biggest takeaway. My biggest surprise was how bad Buffalo looked in that game. Are you curious? I mean, I'm looking at just Stephon Diggs was sort of taken out of the game. And, you know, big game Gabe Davis is who we thought would maybe step up in his stead, right? Because that's what he does. He plays well in good in playoff performances. But n- no one right. offensively looks good. And you look at this, I-, I guess, team moving forward, and this has nothing to do with the playoffs. But it- do you feel like they have enough talent offensively to go up against a team like Cincinnati year after year in the playoffs, which will be who is in their in their way? Well, I tell you what, if they keep game planning the way they do and just ask uh, Josh Allen to be Superman, no, um, then they just need more talent. And, and let's be real here. I think Sean McDermott has gotten by with just straight up talent because I think his defensive scheme has not been up to snuff. They, they lost a couple guys. They lost a couple pieces on the defensive side of the football this year. And boy, their defense took a big step backwards. Now, I think they've been by on just straight up talent because they have, I mean, loaded on talent defensively and I think offensively too when they caught the league by storm I don't ready for Josh Allen to take that step now they are they've got Steph Diggs who's an absolute superstar wide receiver but again I think if it was I think if they came in with a better game plan better coaching I think they have enough offensively to make it work I just think their offensive coaches don't bring it out of them James, we're looking at the NFC title game coming up this weekend. The Philadelphia Eagles, two-and-a-half-point favorites. The total, 46-and-a-half in that game. Last week, we kind of talked about ways that you could exploit the 49ers' defense, which is so good, the linebackers and obviously the the defensive line play. But you could kind of take advantage of them in the slot and then on the outside. Do you like Philadelphia? Do you like A.J. Brown to have a bounce-back week, especially if he's fully healthy going into this game? And do you think Philadelphia wins this game? Because I love the Niners. I love Shanahan, man. But if you're looking at this on paper, if you're looking at the two rosters, I just... I don't know how Brock Purdy beats Jalen Hurts if Hurts is healthy. <laughs> and I know it's not quarterbacks I think from a going one on one. San Francisco. Yeah. 
Right, right, right. So I, I think to your point, though, that from a talent perspective, I think the two teams match up really well. Unfortunately, they have such a talent advantage to the Philadelphia Eagles at the quarter position, which is the most important position on the football field. So no, I, I would say I love Philadelphia. Um, a minus two and a half doesn't feel like enough they should it should be at least four in in my humble opinion uh i will gladly take philadelphia minus two and a half there and i'll take the over uh of 46 and a half as well i think it's going to be i i think philadelphia will hold up their end of the bargain i think they're going to score some points uh because i tell you what where where they excel is where san francisco is weak and that's a problem to me right so aj you talk about aj brown that's a smash play for me, right? Over six, 69 and a half, minus 115. I'll, I'll go ahead and take that. But I will double up and take Skinny Batman there too. Devontae Smith over 64 and a half at minus 120. Yeah. Um, look, he's gone over 64 in five of his last seven games. So um, I think Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, pretty strong plays this week. Really quick before we get into the Kansas City-Cincinnati uh, game. I'm curious about the run game because both of these defenses can stop the run and both want to establish the run. What would you do with the player player prop market for running backs in that game? Well, the the player prop markets for Miles Sanders is already pretty low, so it's just kind of sort of – I'm not really touching that one. I like Christian McCaffrey a little bit. Um, I think Philadelphia has been good. They're not great against stopping the run. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I think, is going to get his. um, But the line is set to where it doesn't really, like, strike me. You know what I mean? So um, it's not not a line that I'm really looking at just because I think they're they're expecting a big game from McCaffrey, and he very well could uh, outperform that number. But uh, but over Overall, I think um, I think the lines are priced pretty well in terms of the run game. Hey, listen, San Francisco has the best rush defense in the NFL, and, and that has been a big part of why they've been so successful. We talked about it last week against Dallas. Zeke wasn't going to get anything done. We kind of already knew that. Uh, but for Philadelphia, I think they're I think they're not as good as advertised. And I think you can run on them, and I do think Christian McCaffrey will shake loose. I'm curious about just how you see this game going between the Chiefs and the Bengals because the line has moved. It's flipped, right? It started at Cincinnati plus two and a half, and now you've seen some Cincinnati minus two and a halfs, right, just because of the Mahomes injury, that high ankle sprain. So just wanted to get your thoughts really on the game and how you see it playing out, but even more so with, with Mahomes hobbled, who do you think that impacts the most in terms of his skill position, guys? Like, who do you think we should be hammering, maybe outside of Kelsey? And who do you think we should we should stay away from? <laughs> well, it's crazy what what Kansas City does offensively. Andy Reid, an absolute offensive mastermind. I mean, they threw to they they had nine different Chiefs catch the football last year, and that includes the fact that Travis Kelsey had seventeen targets in that ball game last week. So if there is a player. Um, basically when it comes to Kansas city, I just stay away from everyone. Maybe if you want yeah. some anytime touchdowns, okay, I could, I could see that. Right. But from a yardage perspective, it's all over the map. You, you never know who's going to go, uh, pop off here and there. But, um, you talk about what p- player it, his injury might impact the most, believe it or not. I think it might impact Isaiah Pacheco the most. I look at his rushing prop and I'm like, I'm, I'm salivating. Give, go ahead and give me over 47 and a half for Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. Look. Kansas City has to run the ball 
to protect Mahomes. They have to. I think Andy Reid knows that. Andy Reid's a, a mastermind, as I mentioned. He's going to find ways to shake this guy loose. By the way, Pacheco's gone over 47 in nine of his last 10 games. Uh, hammer that line. Hammer that line. I think Pacheco absolutely goes over 47 and a half. James, that's why I love you. The first bet that I place, and I know it's a little scary going with the rushing attempts because we know that Andy Reid gets pass happy. We go all the way back to the Philly days with Donovan McNabb. You're like, just run the ball, man. Like last week even, Pacheco was averaging six yards per carry. My concern, I like the Chiefs here. It's I know Mahomes is on one leg. My main concern isn't just like Mahomes in the pocket. And Cincinnati's pass rush teeing off on him. It's also, like you saw in those stretch handoffs, he can't make those handoffs right now on one leg. Who do you like in this game? I mean, it, it's a devastating injury. That's a really tough injury. He's not going to be healthy even if they make a run to the Super Bowl here. Are you going with Cincinnati or Kansas City? And then what do you think about the total as well while we're on this topic? <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I don't understand the line myself. Um, for me, I look, at, I look at this game more as like a three-and-a-half-point game for Cincinnati. Um, and right now they're just minus one, right, on MGM. So I, I just, I'm a little bit confused by it, honestly. We're, we're talking about Mahomes, who realistically should not be playing in this game. He should not be playing in this game. High ankle sprain is going to keep a guy out a minimum of two weeks, maybe up to six, right? So this yeah. is a game he absolutely should not be playing, but he's going to gut it out, right? So uh, for me, I really like Cincinnati. By the way, they've won all three matches. Joe Burrow has won all three matchups against Kansas City, all of them by three points, and that was with a healthy um, uh, Patrick Mahomes. And by the way, two of those games were with Tyreek Hill as well, right? So um, Joe Burrow, I think he's going to have a fantastic game. If you want to, you know, bet on all of his on all of his player props, I'm down with that, right? The guy averages 327 through the air against Kansas City over his last three games, two and a half, uh, 2.6 touchdowns per game uh, over his last three games against Kansas City. So go ahead and give me Burrow over one and a half passing touchdowns. It's minus 165. I don't care. I feel like that's free money. Chase anytime touchdown feels like pretty good as well at minus 105. But here's the big one for me. How about Mahomes under two and a half passing touchdowns at minus 210? I get it's minus 210, guys. But again, it feels like free money here because we're talking about a Bengals defense, one of the best secondaries uh, in the NFL. Really low key, by the way. Cincinnati is tied for the third fewest passing touchdowns allowed to quarterbacks. And again, Mahomes hobbling on, on one leg. Who knows if he even finishes the game? Minus two, uh, under two and a half passing touchdowns for Mahomes. Again, I just feel like that's free money. Do you do anything with uh, tackle props at all? No, that's uh, that's beyond my scope. <laughs> I know. I was just looking at him, and I'm like, I don't know if James does that. Have you played anything in the futures market? Uh, in terms of who's going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, or uh, no, MVP. I, I haven't done it myself, although I – yeah, I really like – first of all, I really like Philadelphia um, uh, in terms of their price and, and uh, overall prospects. If Jalen Hurts continues to get healthier and healthier as the season progresses, I really like uh, their prospects to kind of sort of win the whole thing. It, look, I, I know Cincinnati feels like they're a little bit on a mission, uh, but I do believe that when, if it's Cincinnati-Philadelphia, and I think that's what the Super Bowl matchup, in my mind, is looking like right now. Philadelphia right now is top 10 in quarterback pressure rate against that O-line. 
I think that's going to be a problem for Cincinnati. Um, and we've seen Joe Burrow struggle as well uh, when his O-line gives him no protection. Uh, James, just one more for you really quickly going back to that game. I feel like Kansas City's secondary, especially the second half of the season, their defense is a little underrated. I know they're not great, but I just feel like the perception is they're terrible and they're not. Uh, where can the Bengals attack them? Like, who do you like this week? I know that Chase's props are always a little bit juice when we get closer to kickoff around six and a half receptions. We might see like minus 135. Do you think this could maybe be a game for Hayden Hurst or somebody across the middle, maybe a T Higgins game? It feels like T Higgins could pop off. And the reason I say that is because he was so quiet last week and it's very rare for T Higgins to have two kind of off or, you know, underperforming games. So I really think that T Higgins could go off here. Hey, by the way, your point is very well taken. Kansas city, um, it's an underrated defense. Now their offense gets all the headlines as they should, but listen, their secondary, it's not as bad as you would think, man. I think they drafted really well. Um, obviously losing the pieces like Traverius Ward in the off season, uh, Tyron Matthew in the off season that hurt, no doubt about it. But I think their rookies have come up just a little bit. Their secondary, especially outside, not as bad as advertised. So, um, I was kind of sort of flirting with the under total on this one but uh, I'm just I don't know I, I could also see Chase uh, just going ballistic because we've seen it before too right like uh, his rookie season what did he go for I think he went for like 260 yeah. uh, against Kansas City so he's got that in him right so um, even though I, I am with you that Kansas City's defense is um, better than advertised. Chase is a Hall of Fame talent and could absolutely go crazy. Like, he could absolutely go for, like, three hundo and three touchdowns, um, and, and I wouldn't be surprised. James, thanks so much, man. Great stuff. Keep, uh, keep killing it. Keep doing a great job, and we'll talk again soon.